0: I'm sorry, I'm going to need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The name your price tool, <laughs> only from Progressive. <laughs> the and ran afoul of the comatose Coxswain.: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Is that Shakespeare? Nope, it's Geico. Uh, yeah, 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 that's Shakespeare from one of his unpublished works. Oh, it be not for awakening. Nay, giveth thou the berries for 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. No, it's from GEICO, because they help save people money. Well, I hate to break it to you, but GEICO got it from Shakespeare. GEICO, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Montana rolling out the right, looking toward the end zone, throwing under pressure, throws his pass, caught by Clark, Clark got a touchdown, Dwight Clark has it, it's a touchdown for the 49ers!
1: now listening to the 4th and Gold Podcast with Javi and Matt. Welcome to the 4th and Gold Podcast. We are back. The 49ers pull out a much-needed victory against the Pittsburgh Steelers at home. Levi's was rocking in that second half and towards the end of the game, Niners win 24-20. Jimmy Garoppolo leads a game-winning drive and Dante Pettis... Comes through in the clutch, Matt. How much? How much weight did you lose sweating this game out?
2: Um, a lot, and, and and I actually gained it all back because I had both my parents and my in-laws in town today. We're moving to the new house, so they're helping me move in, and so I couldn't let out my rage, like I wanted to, every time they turned the ball over. <laughs> so for, for all for every ounce I, I I I lost sweating, I gained it all back just holding rage in. Um, but a win's a win, man, and, and I'm just gonna say this right now. Let's just get this out of the way. This 49ers team, in years past, would have been one and two, and they are three and zero right now, and that's a good feeling. Yes,
1: yeah, definitely. Um, let me uh, introduce us. This is, I'm at. That's I'm Javi. That's Matt. Excuse <laughs> me. I'm still I'm still hype. <laughs> still, uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Fourth and Go Podcast or uh, check out the podcast on all podcast platforms: Google, Stitcher. Stitcher. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever podcasts are found, give us a review. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Um, but yeah, to your point, of like like you just said, you know, the last couple of years we would have lost these games. This is something where the the Niners' struggles in the last two years are paying off. Like I mm-hmm. said, this is a game we would have lost two years ago or last year, and they pull it out. The grit of this team is showing up. You saw it against Tampa. Uh, the offense wasn't playing too well. The defense stepped up. Uh, you saw it um, in, in even in Cincinnati. They just just beat the shit out of the Bengals. And then this week, they overcome five turnovers. They were giving the game to the Steelers, and they come back and win this game, hold them off 24-20. The Niners are 3-0 and for the first time in a long time. And it's a great Yeah, feeling. I want to correct
2: you real fast. You said five turnovers. It wasn't five turnovers. This is the definition of giveaways. Now, this. Now you can argue that maybe yeah. Mostert's fumble was caused, um, you know, when the ball was punched out. But you're looking at two interceptions that bounced off Breda's and Pettis' hands. Uh, you're looking at just a fumbled snap exchange. Man, this was ugly. And this was just ugly the whole way through. It, it, Mm-hmm. These are games that had to win. We said it. We said it all week. This is a must win for them. They got the win. And, and all that matters is they're going into the bye. Like we said, we've both said it so far. 3-0. and It just bears repeating because it's nice to fucking say. 3-0 and for the 49ers. Yeah. It's been a while, you know, at not
1: for me to be sweating again during a Niner game as opposed to kind of like, oh, we're going to lose again, you know, because of the rebuild and everything else. But it's... um. It's, I guess it's fun to have this level of stress mm-hmm. as a fan again, um, and also not so fun. Yeah, <laughs> um, but you know what? Let's let's get into it. The Niners they pull it out twenty four twenty. Let's start off with let's start off with the bad. The bad we just touched on it turnovers. Mm-hmm. The Niners can't afford to have five have to turnovers. Um, The Steelers, they are banged up, yes, but they still are. The Pittsburgh Steelers, I said it on the last pod, this is going to be a close physical game, and that's exactly what we got. Uh, Pittsburgh has a thing about being, you know, with their backs up against the wall. They come out and they give you their best shot. You know, they they punch the Niners in the mouth Mm -hmm. several times. They hit Jimmy in the face. They were in his face, in his grill. They were, you know holding, jamming our receivers. They were, you know, doing what they needed to do to try to win this game. They are desperate. The, you know, um, it helps that, you know, the Bengals suck and um, the Ravens lost today. So they're still kind of alive in their own division. Um, but the turnovers, man, you can't have those. You know, Raheem Mosher's been really good without without fumbling. Um, Jimmy fumbles a snap, two interceptions. I'm not putting those on Jimmy. They're touching Pettis' hand, and they, won. we're... Brida, you know, bobbles the whole damn pass. Yes, he could have led Brida a little bit better, but if it's touching your hands, you can't just you know have it tip up in the air. That's that's a free, that's a free one. And then I'm missing one more fumble. Um, I don't remember which one it was. I'm so I was just so into this yeah. game. It was uh, I didn't sit down once in my nope. living room. And you know, it's uh, one of those where I'm pacing and I'm in like a you know a linebacker stance, hand on my knees, the whole game watching this thing. Um, but the turnovers, they gotta, they gotta fix that, clean that up. Yeah,
2: that was definitely the worst part about this game. I don't even think it's close. The offense was humming. I mean, they were cooking up and down the field, and they just kept turning the ball over in their yeah. own, like inside in the red zone. Inexcusable kind of oh, stuff. Um, you, you can't have it. Now look, this Steelers team was not good. It's not a good football team, and they're an okay football team, but you know they're not a good football team. And this is like we said, this is a must yep. win for them. They came through. They did win. This is the kind of game where if you have five turnovers, get it the hell out of your system. Knock it all out right now. This is the one game they're allowed to drop like this, where they can just be this bad and still come out with a win, because the schedule only gets harder from here. And really, they played three of their easiest games right out the gate, and they came out 3-0. It's exactly what you need to see from them. But they can't keep doing this stuff down the line. You can't do this against the Seahawks. You can't do it against the Rams. hate to say can't even do it against the Cardinals right now. Now, Cardinals kind of got their ass handed to them by the Panthers today, but still, they played the Ravens and the Lions tight. They tied the Lions, so they played them as tight as you possibly can, and, and man, today's the day to get it all out of the system. Um, you know, other other bad things, there wasn't a ton else that was that was super bad. We were looking at not so good. Justin School took his lumps today. You know, he... Yeah, he did. Rookie kid, sixth-round pick, you know, God bless him. He's trying to step in for Joe Staley, and you you can't expect a whole lot from him. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo got got punched in the mouth a lot this game. He took a lot of hits, and he bounced right back up, and good for him. But some of my not-so-good is for Justin School.
1: Yeah, same. Yeah. Um... You know, like you said, you know, before we started talking, you know, he was, you know, asked to take on a pretty big task. I'm not the biggest Bud Dupree fan, but he he played fairly Mm -hmm. well today. Um, And you know, they keep T.J. Watt on the right side versus McGlinchey, and you know, you didn't see much of T.J. Watt except for that interception, which is nice to see. Uh, McGlinchey is elite. That pick is looking even better for those people who hated Mm -hmm. the pick. Uh, McGlinchey is elite. just a school you know not so good but it's it's a stepping stone it's something that he can build off of he got a whole bunch of snaps today um you know his biggest test is coming in 2 weeks he got Miles Garrett on Monday night and Miles Garrett is on a rampage and hopefully he destroys the Rams today um so that the Niners can be in sole possession of first place at the end of the night um but they got to fix that and you know hopefully he gets a little bit more reps and um, the bye week is coming up, so you know there's that. The other not so good, Jason Verrett. <laughs> yeah. um, it's it's fair to say Akela Witherspoon has been shut down, locked down. Outside of that one big play to Juju today, Akello's been great. And he was even in um, pretty good coverage. Sometimes against you just can't Juju. beat a perfect pass. He in pretty good coverage. Yeah. Against... Sometimes you, yeah. Sometimes you can't beat a perfect pass, and uh, that's what Mason Rudolph put there. He put a perfect pass in there. On Juju, and Juju just hit it. And, you know, a part of that has to go to Tarverius Moore, too. Had a bad angle. And then, you know, Quan Kwan, Kwan chased him down. Quan's not catching Juju. Um, but Verrett, Verrett and school were the not-so-good of today's Yeah, game. And,
2: and to touch on Witherspoon, I mean, we, we have the updates now. They're just coming out 10, 12 minutes ago. Um, he's going to have an MRI, MRI on his foot tomorrow, Witherspoon is. Um, and he believes that it is not serious. But with his team rolling into the bye week, if you're gonna have a not serious injury, now it's time to have it because Witherspoon has played really well. We want to roll into good. Witherspoon was really, really good today again. Um, I know both me and you went on quite the rant about Jalen Ramsey. Mm-hmm. To for what it's worth, yeah, my feelings haven't changed. Go get the man. Go get him right yep. now. Yep, but. Kelly Weatherspoon has been lights out as a corner so far this year, and he's taken all those steps that we, all his fans and all all the all the folks that cover the team hope to see from him after his rookie year. You know, we saw some flashes rookie year. You know, second year he comes out, he kind of gets burned a little bit in the beginning, and then he starts playing really well down the stretch before his season ends on an injury. And man, he's come out of the gate hot, and he again shut down today. The one play that he gave up was the Juju touchdown, and he was right on him. Juju had him beat by half a step, perfect pass. Almost, there's nothing you can really do there. Nothing you can do. So it's nice to see Witherspoon doing so well. It's also nice to see that, you know, he's not too concerned about this foot injury that got him taken off the field.
1: Yeah, you know, and, you know, so all the Akela Witherspoon haters, again, this is for you. You guys should have just watched some film. He played well half the second half of the uh, last season. He played well as a rookie, and he's showing you what he can do. The man is attached to mm-hmm. Sherman's hip, um, you know, and he's made the proper adjustments mentally. Um, you see him sticking his nose in there on run plays, anything he's putting on, he's hitting guys. And you know the knock on him coming out of Colorado was, oh, he doesn't like to hit people. Well, he's he's putting his nose in pretty much mm-hmm. everything. Um, so you know, it's, it's it, 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 with Jason Verrett, it's as expected. Um, you know, for those folks who were like, put Jason in over Akello, relax, man. The guy's coming off a lot of injuries. Let him ramp up. Let him get some more snaps. If they keep him active, then he's going to get more game snaps, and then maybe you'll see the verrette of old. But the man is coming off some significant, you know, career. You know, those are career-risking mm-hmm. injuries. Um, so he's got to get his feet under him. You saw him get beat on a double move. Um, he got. They went right at him on, a, on the uh, deep slot. Um, uh the deep post uh and when he first came in, they went right back at him on the double move to Deontay johnson and boom, you know that's a big penalty and then a touchdown um with red in there so you that's one thing they gotta work with him and uh as a team, you know um let him get some more reps and ramp him up. Um but I'm not I'm not here to put Verette in over a Keller Witherspoon. Not title. at all.
2: And like you said, Verett needs some reps, he needs to get in, he needs to get the practice time and he needs to work back into game shape. He didn't look good today and, and this kind of validates what we were saying last week. When everyone was sitting there yelling that, you know, they have Witherspoon, they have Sherman, they have uh, Jason Verett. Having talent doesn't mean you don't go acquire more talent. Now we're not gonna go right back into Correct. this into this rant. Um <laughs> Man, we went off on it last week. Uh, but yeah, but that doesn't exclude getting talent. I still think the 49ers should push to get him. It's not going to happen. It's off the table. I think after their win over the Titans, the Jaguars are content to sit there and just let Jalen Ramsey, they're going to pay him, all that stuff. So I think he's off the board completely. But that doesn't mean I think he should be for the 49ers. I think they should be pushing for him. That said, another dominant performance we had today. Eric Armstead continues to be one of the best players on this football team. The man is playing for a contract and he is playing his ass off. He was all over the place today. He was in the backfield disrupting pass plays, disrupting run plays. He he doesn't show up in the stat sheet and he's, he's got a couple things that are going to show up, but a lot of stuff he does doesn't show up. And and this just goes back to this whole thing that people were yelling at me all week that Armstead was a miss as a first round pick. He was not a miss. The kid is a stud. He can play, and the 49ers are going to lose him in free agency next year, and I can almost guarantee it because that kid is going to be paid in the offseason.
1: Yeah, and he came up when the Niners needed it. You know, um, uh, some Steelers fans hit my phone and said James Conner folded. I'm like, is that folding when the ball gets punched Mm -hmm. out? You know, yes, it's football one-on-one to cover the ball, blah, blah, blah. He did have it covered. Armstead came up big force a turnover. This team is forcing turnovers, by the way, um, and in key spots. Mm-hmm. You know, you have closers. John Lynch and everyone else has been. Uh, John Lynch has been talking about it. You know, we need closers. We need closers. D. Ford with a big sack early in the first in first half. Um, Armstead with the fumble, forced fumble. Uh, Quan Williams another mm-hmm. interception. Um, the team is creating pressure, which leads to turnovers. And then when you need a big stop and you need a turnover. Your defensive line comes up huge. And Armstead getting the ball back after the Richie James fumble. That's the other fumble. The Richie uh, James yeah. fumble. There we go. Yep. Um, and it, I don't know if that's on him. It, it's it's kind of both. do and, and down by the and Richie. By the maybe. Why? Yeah, it's getting too cute. Just run the mm-hmm. fucking ball up the middle. Stop being too cute down there. Um, you've been pounding him up the middle. Just keep it going. Uh, but Armstead came up huge. And you know, for those folks who hated the pick, yes, we understand. He was hurt early in his career. But you see what a healthy Eric Armstead can do. Next to a DeForest Buckner, a D Ford, a Bosa. This is exactly John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan's vision. It is coming to fruition with this defensive line. They may not get all the sacks Mm -hmm. in the world, but they are forcing bad passes, forcing turnovers, and forcing teams into just terrible situations. All game, all game it happened. Um, And it's been happening three weeks in a row now. So for those of you who are still not sold in Eric Armstead, I don't know what the hell you're looking at. You need to watch the film.
2: Yep, and the defensive line, the rest of them were also very excellent. Nick Bosa had another fantastic game. I'm not sure if he's gonna get any sort of credit for his sack on third down on the last drive for the Steelers. Um, but he had Mason Rudolph kinda wrapped up, got him to turn his shoulders, made it impossible for him to throw the ball, and DeForest Buckner came through and cleaned up. And I'll tell you what, man, those four guys are playing really well together. Uh D Ford forced uh yes. it, he forced another bumble today?
1: Uh yes, but they the Steelers right. But he still is still a sack so, yeah. fumble
2: there for for D Ford. Um, he you know and yeah. and everyone again concerned all week with him. Is he gonna play? Is he not gonna play? Look, Nick Bosa and D Ford don't practice them until Friday every week. I don't care. Keep them as healthy as yeah, possible. Get them, to Sunday. get them to Sunday. Get them on the field and let them get their reps, man. Because those two coming off the edge, it's it's so it's so nice to see. It's so nice to see. We yeah. we we haven't seen this kind of pressure off the edge for the 49ers since Alden Smith was around. Alden Smith and Ahmad Brooks. And, man, I'll tell you what, it looks nice. It looks nice. It Oh, it feels so good watching. It feels so good. You know, it's, yeah. oh, man. I don't know how to explain it. It feels so good watching. The De- Defensive line was just <laughs> dominant again today. Uh, Quan Alexander balled out again. Fred Warner also balled out. I mean, the whole defense really bailed out the team. They had four turnovers in the first half, and the 49ers gave up six points. Six. Yeah. Four turnovers. Six points. That is not what usually happens. The defense really, really was the best part about this game. That is why you pay
1: D Ford what you paid him. That is why you invest highly in the draft pick of Mm -hmm. Nick Bosa. Uh, That's also why you keep guys around like Ronnie Blair. You keep guys around... You know, DeForest Buckner, Eric Armstead. You don't give up on Eric Armstead or Ronnie Blair. Those guys, they are um good rotational pieces and of course you know, just good players. You keep good players. Um, and then for some folks who keep hitting me up, but where's DeForest Buckner? DeForest Buckner had his best game of the year mm-hmm. today. I don't know what people were watching. Um, but I believe it was Buckner with eight tackles, one sack. Uh, let's see here. Let me pull this up here. Cause I'm tired of hearing about Buckner, so not showing up. Cause he definitely showed up in the stat sheet. Cause that's what a lot of people like to look at is mm-hmm. the stat sheet. Oh, eight tackles, one sack.
2: Wow, wow.
1: N- enough talking. DeForest Buckner is a top five defensive tackle in the NFL. He'll get his numbers. He's got talent around him now, so he doesn't have to do everything. Um. So yeah, you know, we went on a little tangent there, but you know, let's hit. Let's get to this good. There is. Some bad, some not so good, and some good. Uh, I'm going to start with the run game. The run game, again, mm-hmm. showed up. Uh, outside of the fumble with Mostert, <clears throat> Jeff Wilson is a touchdown machine, apparently. Um, Matt Brita is really good at running the ball. Mostert with 79 yards. Brita with uh, 68. Mostert is running at a 6.6 clip today, and uh, Brita at almost 5 yards of carry. Um Another 150-yard-plus game Mm -hmm. rushing Mm -hmm. the ball. The Niners are going to pound the ball on every team. That's what they're going to do. That's their bread and butter. Run the ball, work the play action, and you get guys wide open. We saw it all game with Debo getting open. Debo should have had a big touchdown earlier in the game if he didn't drop Mm -hmm. that pass. Um, But the run game is
2: top five in the league right now. It's got to be top three Um, at this point. I mean, this is... Just with the combination yeah, of talent? It's gotta be top three. And if you're looking at straight up numbers, I have to believe it's the best. I mean, two hundred and fifty-seven yards last week, 168 today on forty carries, they're averaging over four yards a carry, which is just phenomenal for, for a team. You know, you see you see individual runners that'll that'll average over four yards a carry. Teams generally kind of you know regress to the mean a little bit. Four diners aren't four aren't regressing to the mean. They are the mean. And they are they are crushing on the run game and, and they are neutralizing pass rushes against them. Because they are getting teams to just suck up against the run, and then, like you said, they hit them with the play action. They roll out, and they just have guys wide open, and it's so awesome to see. Um, man, the run game was good today. It really was. You know, you, <laughs> we can, we can take out the fumbles and stuff, and 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 I know it, don't you can't just do that in a vacuum. He well, if they didn't fumble, they'd be better, but they were good. Um, look, I have to say it.
1: Yeah, but I mean, if you were they fumbled though, you know that's that's at least six points at oh, yeah. the very least. Just two Robbie yeah. Gold field goals, you know that's that's six points off the board just just with just those two fumbles. And you know I don't think Robbie's missing from twenty three or thirty five. Yeah. You know, what no, I mean? I'm
2: with you, I'm with you. And I gotta say it, yeah, Jeff Wilson another two touchdowns today. Look, well, <laughs> he still had he still he didn't had eight, he he still eight carries for eighteen yards. Now granted, some of them were inside the fives. So you're not going to get a whole lot. He's a goal line back. It's all he is, yeah. and that's all he has to be. I don't want him to be. I don't this want him to run expected. between the twenties. I don't want him to do anything big. If he runs in touchdowns all the time, I don't very much care who scores touchdowns for the Forty Nineers. Just keep scoring touchdowns.
1: Yeah, and um yeah, I mean, I kind of care because I have Brita and Kittle. Oh yeah, yes, yeah, so I. Mean, for fantasy purposes, I would like to have a Brita touchdown or a Kittle touchdown. But from from our perspective right um, now,
2: as we sit. On the fourth and goal podcast, <laughs> we don't care who scores. Just get the ball in the end zone. Yeah, and, man, and fuck fantasy keep football. Baby. I want the Niners keep winning, games. baby.
1: Exactly. Just win. Um, the next good here, I thought <clears throat> Debo played a really good game mm-hmm. outside of that drop uh, where he he jumps in front of Joe Hayden and takes the ball from him. Um, if he doesn't drop that, you know the Niners are likely going to at least get three on that drive. Um But other than that, I thought Debo. Debo is our wide receiver one. I think it's very clear um, now that he is their wide receiver one. He may not start. I don't care about these unofficial depth charts that come out every week. It doesn't matter to me. Um, Debo is the best wide receiver on this team. Yeah, and Um, he just got. He has a drop sees. He's got to figure that out. Um, But I think. The Niners distributing the ball the way they are. It's going to open it up eventually. And I thought the floodgates were going to open in the second half for the Niners where they're going to just run away with this game. But, you know, I give I give the Steelers some credit. Their, their secondary played fairly well. Yeah,
2: and another thing about Debo, and you want to talk about that that catch that he didn't catch where he, he, he actually made a phenomenal play to jump in front of Joe Hayden because Joe Hayden had that ball dead to rights. And he was ready to intercept that yeah. ball. And Debo Samuel comes out of nowhere. Oh, shit. Debo's there. Um, and I think the broadcast crew covered it very, very well when they said that had they ruled that ball a catch on the field, it would have been insanely hard to overturn it. Uh, now, because they, they yeah. ruled it in completion the same way, it's insanely hard to overturn it. So, really, that's just a judgment call on the referee's part. Was it a catch? Man, I don't know, 50-50 on that one, right? It, who knows what the hell a catch is anymore. But but Debo did play very well, and he's he is wide receiver one. And we're three games into his career and he might not be putting up these big flashy numbers but when they need a big completion they go to Debo Samuel and that's awesome yeah. because teams are focusing on George Kittle now Now Kittle had 6 for 57 not, not mind blowing stats again um, he only had a long of 12 yards so you're not looking at like he was this big play machine today but he was consistent like he always is um, and teams are focusing on taking him out of the game plan and if that's going to be the play Man, they need somebody to step up other than other than George and Debo has been that guy so far. Uh, you know, we're talking we're gonna you know, the Fortnite's gonna get guys back like Jalen Hurd's coming back. Um, you know, you know we Trent Taylor went to the IR, he'll be back in eight weeks. Um but they really need someone else to step up and in, in the wide receiver core, and Debo has been that guy so far.
1: Yeah, it's uh you know, and you're getting tar- you know, you're getting receptions from another guy who I thought played really, really good, kinda saved the Niners early in this game, was mm-hmm. Kyle Juszchek. Uh Juszczyk had a humongous diving catch. Um he bounced uh Minka Fitzpatrick back to Miami mm-hmm. with a stiff arm. Um I thought Juice played a great game from a run blocking perspective, and then of course receiving three targets, fifty-one yards, three receptions. That's what you want from your fullback. That's why you pay that guy that money. Uh, granted, it might have been an overpay, you know, for some folks out there, but you know, you need targets to come from anywhere, and if your fullback can catch, that's even more weapons for Kyle Shanahan to use, and he can play a tight end. So Kyle, you check another good game from him. Um, I thought he kind of saved our ass early in that first.
2: Yeah, play. I actually thought his his best play, no, not his best play, cause his best play was the diving catch. I mean, let's be real. How many fullbacks do you see? Do you see Lang <laughs> laying all the way out to make a catch like that? Um, but I actually think Jimmy Garoppolo's best play came on just a little short pass to, to use check. He Just ran a little hitch route and sat down. Jimmy has a problem with staring guys down. And that's kind of been his crutch so far this season. And he gets kind of locked in on somebody. Well, the 49ers took advantage of that on, on, on Juicy's. I believe it was his second catch. And he stared down the running back. And the entire Steelers defense just bit, thinking he was just going to offload it to the running back. And then he snaps his head around and he hits Kyle Juszczyk, who's just standing wide open in the middle of the field to convert a first down. Yeah. And I thought that was one of Jimmy's best plays. And I thought it was also a really good play from Yuschek to find the soft spot in the zone and just kind of squat down and be open and present yourself to the quarterback. Uh, Juice played a great game. And, and, you know, we talked about it coming in that he's going to be really important to help out Justin School and to help out this offense with Joe Staley out where they can't do this deep downfield stuff because they're just not going to have the time to throw the ball. And he played really well today. Uh, you know, Like you said, three catches, 51 yards. You can say he's an overpay, but the way Kyle Shanahan uses him, he's not. Because he's not just that guy that's on the field 20% of the time, goal line situations. He's on the field a lot. They use him in motion. They use him as a tight end. They use him as an H-back, whatever you want to call it. He's all over the place, and I thought he played a great game today too.
1: Yeah, definitely. Juice is uh, juice is the man. I love me some Kyle Juszczyk. Um If he gets zero touches or three touches or three receptions, you know he's he's there. He's vital to this team's success. Um, he'll you know he does create some mismatches mm-hmm. for this offense. Um, <clears throat> the final good on me for me is Jimmy G. Ooh, baby. Jimmy G outside of those, outside of those two picks um looked like the Jimmy Garoppolo of 2017 today, in my personal opinion. The man moved around, moved the pocket, diving for first downs, you know, QB sneaks, um, completing passes all over the field, 23 of 32, 277, one touchdown, two interceptions. That touchdown to Dante Pettis. Um, I mean, I don't I don't know what to say. He put it right where it needed to be. And Dante came up big, but Jimmy is clutch. He came up big in the clutch, and that's that's also
2: why you pay, you know, what
1: you pay for a starting caliber quarterback in the mm-hmm. NFL.
2: Yeah. Hey, Jimmy was great today. I'll get into him in a little bit. Um, one, one of my best, one of my last goods. Um, it's going to go to Dante Pettis. And, and I know that, you know, he had that, the, the second interception from Jimmy was kind of popped off his hands, and it didn't look like a ton of effort. Uh, but according to Cal Shanahan after the game, Dante Pettis has put in two weeks of great practices, and we're starting to see that in the snap count. Last week he tied for the best with Marquise Go with 35 snaps at wide receiver, Now, obviously didn't get any targets, but he did complete that one pass on, on the little trickery play they ran. But his touchdown catch, I think, kind of lights a fire underneath him. And I'm actually a little upset this comes going into the bye because I think this is something they could have built off of. But I think Dante Pettis, if he can just take that next step and and be that guy. I know both me and you on Twitter all week said that we think this is a game where Pettis is going to show out. And, you know, I had a prediction of something like 8 for 78 and a touchdown. Now, look, he only had four catches for 20 yards, but that touchdown was the game-winning touchdown. And it was a tough catch to make. He he challenged the defender, and then he forced his way back into the end zone because he came out of the end zone to make the catch. That's that's a that's a heads-up move to be able to do that because a lot of guys would just sit in the end zone and try and wait for the ball to get to them, and that ball would be knocked down. To go back, get the ball, and then get your happy ass back in the end zone for the game when you score is big.
1: Yeah, and you can kind of tell. You, 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 I'm not one to assume guys' feelings and stuff like that, <clears throat> but Pettis, you know, with the big spike at the end of the game, you, like, he... He wanted that one, and he got yeah, it back. Yeah. you know he had dropped the other touchdown um, in the end zone um, earlier in that drive, and to get that one, game winner, that's a big deal, and hopefully that, you know that, that you know keeps carrying on the regular se- rest of the season. Um, but with Jimmy, you know, he was getting out of sacks, that's where I was like, okay, Jimmy's ACL looks really good. You know how many times he should have been sacked today? He, he sneaked like, out of at he least got four, out of so many sacks. He
2: was just on yeah. his way out of and somehow got rid of the ball.
1: <clears throat> you know, and you're getting out of sacks, and that's that's a big deal. You're keeping your eyes downfield. Um, he wasn't making bonehead plays. Outside of the fumble, um, I didn't think he had any bonehead plays. He didn't force anything. Um, he did what he needed to do, and this is where, again, if the Niners defense can keep you in games. Jimmy's not having to win them all for you, but when he needed to in this game, he won the game. Uh, he wasn't the reason why they lost it or won it, but he won. or Excuse me. or the, In Tampa, he wasn't the reason why they lost or won. Um, today, he was the reason why they won at Absolutely. the end. And he he got the Niners in scoring range and, you know, draining the clock as much as he could and threw a strike to Dante Pettis. And Pettis gets in. Uh, I thought Jimmy had an excellent game outside of two interceptions that really weren't on him. Um we may have seen Jimmy Garoppolo back. You know, I say that and you know, watch something stupid happen against the Browns, but <laughs> I thought he played really, really well. And uh let's hope our franchise quarterback is back and this may be the game, you know. And you know another thing, the last two years the Niners have these celebrations of their of their alumni and they've getting their ass kicked when their alumni's yeah. there. The alumni was there, the Niners pulled one out for T O um, shout out to T.O. on his induction into the, the 49ers Hall of Fame.
2: Yeah, absolutely. You know, you got to give T.O. some love here. <clears> they gave out pom-poms at the game, and I thought they were going to look like terrible towels, um, on, on the TV broadcast, but they didn't. They looked a lot better. <laughs> the little promotion picture the 49ers used, it legitimately looked black and gold. And I'm like, oh, what the hell are they doing? That, what a terrible giveaway. Now, I understand the connection to T.O. And, <laughs> and his, uh, his pom-pom celebration, um, but it just looked like it was gonna be a terrible towel giveaway. Um, but while we're on the wall, while, while we're on TO, I'm gonna share my favorite TO moment. Cause yeah. my favorite TO moment has to be the Sharpie celebration. It, just the balls <laughs> to pull a Sharpie out of your sock, sign the football, and then hand it to the Seahawks owner. Oh man, oh man, <laughs> that I love it. I loved it so much. I mean, just he hand it straight to Paul Allen, who's right down there on the field. He signs the football. Boom, gives it to him. That's my favorite T.O. moment. I don't know. You have one?
1: Uh, T.O. is the get your popcorn ready game. That is my favorite T.O. moment. Um, I don't believe he had a catch in the first half. And then he's on the sideline and said, get your popcorn ready. And he goes off in the second half. Um, I had my notes written down for this. My son happened to rip up my paper. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, for those of you who know, you know, T.O. took over the game in the second half. Um, they beat the Falcons. Um, that's the game, you know, that's, that's the T.O. that we should have never let leave San Francisco, yep. you know, albeit the Niners were in some bad cap situations and things like that. But T.O. was dominant that year. Um, I want to say it was 98 on 67 receptions, 100, 1,097 yards. You know, the man was, he was killing 14 touchdowns, you know, T.O. for his career, you know, for those of you who don't know, uh... 219 games, 1,078 receptions, 15,934 yards, and 98 – oh, excuse me, 153 touchdowns. Mm-hmm. The Niners have a strong history of wide receivers. Jerry Rice, Terrell Owens, and hopefully um, the Niners have found something in Debo, Pettis, or someone, you know, hopefully they get that, that tradition back. But Terrell Owens, my, my my favorite moment with him was the, uh, the get-your-popcorn-ready game. You know, granted, everyone loves to catch two against the yep. Packers – um, but I thought the game against the Falcons was insane. Um, it was it was just amazing. So shout out to T.O. Inducted into the Niners Hall of Fame. Um, when I go out there in December, I will definitely be taking a picture with that statue.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. But now let's move on from T.O. Because we, we we had that celebration and stuff. Let's move on T.O. Give me your play <laughs> of the game. Not your player, but your individual play of the game. <clears throat> so individual play of the game. Um,
1: back to Use Juszczyk. Juszczyk bouncing Minka Fitzpatrick's Mm. face back Mm. to Miami. Um, In a big spot, you know, he had, you know, he breaks two tackles after he, um, you know, stiff arms the shit out of Minka. Um, And, you know, that's, again, Juice coming up big when the Niners needed it today. That was, to me, the play of the game for me. Um, Just amazing by Juice today to, you know, to do that and keep the Niners'
2: drives alive uh, when they needed it. Yeah, my play of the game goes to my guy. That I've been that I've been I've been tooting his horn all year, Eric Armstead, baby, Eric Armstead punching a ball out of James Conner, forces the fumble, 49ers get the ball back on a short field, turn around and score the game winning touchdown. That for right that for me right there, it just signified what this 49ers season is so far, and that's that the offense can drop the ball and not be great, but don't worry because the defense is right there to pick them up and carry them through, and it's exactly what the defense did all day, and I thought that Eric Armstead punching a ball out. Was the personification of that today, and I love that play, and I think that's a play that that if this team goes far, they can look back on as one of those 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 gut check plays. They just what is this team made of? What is this team made of? And that can be a gut check play, but they can look back like that was the play that set the tone for what the rest of the season's gonna be like.
1: Yeah. That was, you know, you 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 have a turnover, you get you get the ball back two plays later. That's um, it it that's what you need. me. That's what you pay these it guys reminded for.
2: Reminded me of Justin Smith tracking down Jeremy Macklin in the Eagles game. I think it was 2011, Week Three, and he yeah. tracked him down and he caused the fumble. Four Fortnite's recover and they get to end the game right there. And that's kind of, it got vibes of that for me. Now I know that's that's assuming a lot because that 2011 team was damn good. But that's that that's that's yeah. what that kind of that's what that gut check kind of play to me meant, and that's what I think that's the feeling I got from this one. Because after that, I just I was like, Forty ers won, they've got this. This is their game to lose now.
1: Yeah, that's what I thought too. You know, once he got the ball out on Connor, I thought I was like, All right, we're gonna score here, and then we're going we're gonna win this game, and uh, they did. And like I said before, like I said earlier. You know, the last two seasons have been tough for Niners fans and I'm sure Niners players, but they showed grit, and this is the type of game that they would have lost two years ago when they mm-hmm. pulled it out. Mm-hmm. Um, they needed, you know, shout-out to John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan for all the shit they've taken the last two years. Um, they've built the roster the way they want to. Yeah, there's a couple pieces missing, you know, but for what it, what we, the Niners have on this team, they have a solid united team. There's no, fra- you know, friction or fractures or all this nonsense from Mike Silver. We're going to go to Nick Mullins. Nick Mullins doesn't win this game. C.J. Beathard doesn't Hell win no. this game. Um, you know, five turnovers. We've seen that before. The Arizona Cardinals came in and beat us with five turnovers. The Niners had five turnovers and kept pushing, um, and they won the game. So enough with this Nick Mullins bullshit, C.J. Beathard nonsense. <laughs> um, Jimmy is the franchise quarterback of this team. They're going to ride this through, and being 3-0 and is an amazing feeling. Um, oh, and my, my son's team is 3-0. I'm, I'm winning everywhere. So uh, let's go Niners, man. I'm, I'm hype, and I can't. week is going to suck because I, I hate just watching everyone else play. Um, but I'm glad the Niners have this bye week now um, with some of the injuries they do have. But I would have preferred a week 8 or week 9 by yeah, week
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. But while you're staying on those, all this winning stuff, give me your player of the game. Who stood out to you the most? Oh, player, the,
1: player of the game, Dante Pettis. Been taking a lot of shit. I was reading the thread on Twitter. Uh, the Oh, Dante Pettis' fra- favorite animal is a cat because he plays like a pussy. Like, shut the mm. fuck up. Mm. You know, you don't know what these guys go through on a day-in and day-out basis. We saw this with Solomon Thomas last year. You know, he's going through whatever he's going through. You don't know what Dante's doing on the side. You don't have to post everything that he's doing or every workout that he's doing on Twitter for your appeasement. They're not here for you. Um, just, if you're going to be a Niner fan, root for your guys, man. Regardless, that's what they're there. For, you know, that's that's what you're supposed to do. You're a fan, root for them. Dante, big win, big touchdown. Um, I mean, I I don't. It was it was amazing. You know that I jumped up. I had my kids in my you know my kids in my hands, and you know this is this is something that I can share with them too. Three and and0 man, this is awesome. And Dante Dante gets to play of the game. That's the, that's the game winner. He's the pl- uh, player of the game for me. Yeah,
2: player of the game for me is Jimmy. I mean. Damn, was he impressive. You know, everyone's going to look, take one look at this stat sheet. Like, did the the 49ers make the right move paying him all? Yes, they made the right move paying him all his money. And this game is exactly why. Because when things didn't go their way, Jimmy Garoppolo was there and he played incredible. Like I said, he spun his way out of at least four sacks. I mean, the Steelers just had him sacked, game over, drive over, all sorts of crazy shit. He spins his way out of it. Either throws the ball away smartly or completes a pass or puts the ball in the receiver's hands, does something. He took a beating back there and he took it like a champ. I mean, it was it 23 for 32 for 277 yards, that's awesome. That's what you want out of your starting quarterback week in and week out. You pair that with the 168 yards rushing, boom. This team is cooking with gas on offense. And with the defense playing the way they're playing, if they can clean up the turnovers – Man, they're going to be hard to beat. Jimmy Garoppolo, my player of the game. Jimmy G. Jimmy, Jimmy G. Um, So real quick, let's go
1: around the league. Uh, Cardinals lost. Yes, good deal. Cardinals lost. Um, Carolina may have something with uh, Kyle Allen at quarterback Mm -hmm. until Cam Newton figures it out. Cam Newton went to my fantasy football bench.
2: Something to keep an eye on for Um, when the Panthers come to Santa Clara.
1: Yep. Uh, Danny Dimes. Daniel Jones. Pick six. Pick six. The most, you know, probably most criticized pick of the draft. Uh, Goes into Tampa and wins a big game. Comeback win, 32-31. Unfortunately, though, my guy Saquon got hurt. Um, They're saying high ankle sprain. Thank God it's nothing more, you know, thank God it's nothing serious. I'm a big Saquon Mm -hmm. guy.
2: Um, other teams we got that are going 3-0 and So you have uh, the Cowboys going 3-0 and They handle the Dolphins Who isn't going to handle the Dolphins this year You got the the, yeah. the the Patriots handling their business Against the Jets They are 3-0 and The Chiefs did their best Easy. to give away the game Against the Ravens to move to 3-0 and yep. um, And then maybe the other surprise team Other than the 49ers 3-0 The Buffalo Bills Who I the can't Bills. remember if I se- No one circles I the wagons I can't remember if I said it on the podcast or not But I know I told you the Bills are my they're they're my dark horse this year.
1: Yeah, you said it. I can't remember if yeah. I said it on
2: the podcast. I know I said it to you. The Bills are my dark horse this year. I like I like Josh Allen as a quarterback. I don't think he's all that great, but I think he does win games. He tried to give it away today. I was watching with my old man. Man, I got I got my eyes on Buffalo. Outside that, I mean, it's been a pretty standard day in the league. Um, you know, not a whole lot of upsets. The Colts took down the Falcons. I don't think the Falcons are very good this year. Uh, the Lions took down the Eagles. Lions two zero and one, maybe something to keep an eye on because they're yeah. undefeated. They may not be three and zero, but they are undefeated.
1: You know, and the, I watched that Eagles game early earlier on. Um, Eagles, they're just, you know, I, I watch a lot of Eagles games, but uh, they they're missing something, and they're they're banged up a little bit on the D line, and of course they're missing their their top two wide receivers, Deshaun Jackson, also on Jeffrey, and they were still in the game. Um, Philly's gonna be a tough out, regardless of who they play. Detroit, though, they came to play, and they. You know, they, they did what they had to do to win
2: that game. That was a tough one. Um, is Denver going to win a game this year? I don't know, and I'm telling you, I don't know what's going on with that defense because Vic Fangio, I don't – does he have his hands on the defense at all? He does. Oh, man, they do not, they do uh, not look good. You, you something, that
1: was, um, something that was brought up, I want to say about a week ago, two weeks ago, Vic Fangio's always been in the booth or the box of, uh, overhead, you know, to call his defenses. Yeah. He's on the sidelines mm-hmm. now. And he he mentioned it. Um, maybe he's not seeing the field. I, I, you can't. You know, there's nothing better than sitting up higher to look at the field when you're on defense or offense, whatever. Um, so maybe that's the adjustment that's hurting him for his defense. That's something to watch. But the Packers are pretty damn good. It's still Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Mike Pettin's doing a hell of a job on the Packers' defense. That's gonna be a game to watch when the Niners play the Packers. The Niners do play the Packers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they do. Niners play the Packers this year. Um, that's gonna be a good matchup. Um, the Seattle Seahawks lost to Teddy Two Gloves, which is amazing. Um, yeah. I don't think Seattle's as good as everyone thinks they are. I keep saying it. I'm going to keep saying it. Their defense isn't as good as it used to be. They have the equity of being a good defense because of their past. But if you really look at that roster, they're shaky. Uh, Ziggy Onza – uh Onza, excuse me, eh. Clowney, neutralized. Jerron Reed still suspended. He won't be back until after week five. Um you know They're not as good as people think they are. Their safety play is terrible. Uh, corners aren't as good. Uh, I don't think Seattle is as good as everyone thinks they are.
2: Yep. <coughs> uh, Packers also moved. Like you said, Packers moved to 3-0. and Man, the football season, it, it, we're in full swing. We're in full swing, baby. This is it. Hey, week three, the 49ers going into a bye. Yep. I am not going to be here this week to do the pot. I have a little bit of family stuff to handle, and the schedule gods were so nice to me and they made sure that the family stuff was on the 49ers bye week. So stepping in for me this week is gonna be one of my fellow 49ers hub writers, uh, Brett Rumback. Uh great guy. He knows way more about football than I do. So I really hope you guys can, can tune in and listen to him because he's so much smarter than I am. I am um, like I always say it, I work with a lot of people that are, that are so much smarter than me, I'm just louder than they are, that's it. I'm just louder, guys. So So please enjoy Brett when he steps in for me this week. But, man, I'll tell you what, on to the bye week, on to Cleveland.
1: Yep, on to Cleveland, on to the bye week. Um, Niners, get get healthy, take this week off, you know, recover, come back, you know, healthy for this uh, Browns game. And hopefully I'm rooting for Cleveland today because I do not want the Rams to be 3-0. and Niners can have sole possession in first place. Uh, it be the first time in a long time they've had that, and that would be amazing. Uh, we'll be back. Uh, well, I'll be back with Brett. Uh, sometime this week, uh, just reviewing the first three games of the Niners and seeing where they stand amongst the league. Um, until next time, you know where to find us. I'm Javier. You can catch me on Twitter, at Vague underscore. And then you can catch my boy, Matt.
2: At Matt Bar underscore. I got it this time.
1: You did. You did. You definitely <laughs> did. Uh, let's go, Niners, man. We're 3-0. Um, the season is in full swing. And... Let's let's hope you know this, uh, this continues and they stay healthy. I don't think the Niners are going to go undefeated, but as long as they're in games, that's all that I can ask for. And uh, 3-0 is probably the best start we could have imagined, um, and things are shaping up in the Niners' favor. Uh, go ahead and subscribe, rate, review on your uh, podcast platforms, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever podcasts are found. Um, until next time, peace.
0: Me, 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 but also you.